Welcome to The Spiritual Rabbit Hole, a podcast with spiritual mediums, Nicole, Kristen, and Glenda. Join us as we tap into the spiritual realm, explore the mysteries of the universe, and guide you on a journey of self-discovery. Get ready to open your mind and connect with something greater than yourself. Let's dive into The Spiritual Rabbit Hole. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. What's up? So we're excited to share this fantastic episode with you because in this episode, we're going to be discussing the 12 universal laws. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to explore the origins of the laws, explain each one in detail and provide tips on how you can apply them to your life. Understanding the universal laws is crucial in navigating the spiritual journey or your own journey. The laws are rooted in the seven hermetic principles attributed to Hermes Trismegistus and constitute timeless truths as the core of hermeticism. These principles encompass mentalism, which means the universe is all mental, correspondence, vibration, polarity, rhythm, cause and effect, and gender, highlighting the interconnectedness of mental and material realms. They serve as a transformative roadmap for personal and spiritual growth. Um, And this fosters a balanced relationship with universal forces and facilitating the pursuit of spiritual enlightenment. By embracing the seven hermetic principles in their interconnectedness, (laughs) interconnectedness to nature, you can enhance their holistic understanding of reality and cosmic workings. And this can help you in your spiritual journey and in your life. Yeah. How come you said seven? Because she's talking about the principles. The seven principles. So the origin origin of the 12 universal laws comes from the seven hermetic principles, like what Mm -hmm. Kristen was saying. And fully understanding them and embracing them allows you to have a stronger connection with the universe and kind of Mm -hmm. really – really take charge in that concept of being a co-creator of your life. Mm. Like it's not just left up to fate. You can say, okay, I understand these universal laws. Now let me apply them to my life to get like the most out of the universe working with me Mm -hmm. to create the best life that I want. Does that make sense? So just to go back, if you all want to go and read about Hermes Trismegistus, there is a lot of really cool information on him. It is believed by some that he has had many incarnations throughout history as famous people. So that's pretty neat. So the first universal law we will discuss is the law of divine oneness. It is based on the principle of mentalism and states that everything and everyone in the universe is connected through the single divine energy or consciousness. That's kind of like the, that's the spider web, like, yeah, that, that you, you, I believe, Gee, you were the first one to bring to our attention years ago, a couple years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like seeing the web. Uh, and then we start yeah. reading about it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And we've Sorry. all seen the like the lines too, you know, going yeah. in between. The energetic cords. The energetic cords, yeah. We are definitely connected. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, th- but this principle emphasizes no separation between individuals, nature, or the divine source. It promotes unity and responsibility, suggesting that our thoughts, actions, and energy contributes to the collective of the universe. Yeah. This encouraged individuals to recognize the divine sparks within themselves and others. Embracing the law of the divine oneness helps people understand life's interconnected nature, promoting harmony, empathy, and more profound spiritual experience. Yeah. There's the whole concept of that everyone you encounter in your life 
is actually a part of you that is processing some form of healing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if you look at life in that way, there's a lot more compassion for others. Yeah. You know, when they're angry at you or they lash out at you, understanding that they're going through their own healing journey, that they might actually be a representation of a part of yourself, a part of the source, a part of something greater that we're all connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The law of divine oneness highlights the interconnectedness of everything in the universe. Every person, energy, and object significantly significantly impacts everything else. According to this law, everything is interdependent and our actions have a ripple effect on the collective consciousness. This interconnected perspective encourages people to develop a sense of unity and shared responsibility. And when we recognize that the well-being of one is connected to the well-being of all of us, Mm -hmm. we can promote more empathetic and compassionate actions and have a deeper understanding of one another. Because when we embrace the law of divine oneness, we can adopt a more cooperative and harmonious approach to our interactions with everybody that we encounter, Mm -hmm. leading to a greater sense of a global community and a shared destiny and not so much division. Yes. So to align with this, you should stop separating and start integrating. Yes. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Preach greatest way, the greatest way is to show kindness to others, right? Because yep. you think of them as yourself. Yep. Yeah. It's you, know? you just having a different experience, you know, you're still connected, but it's you having a, like Nicole has her experience with her roots and from Hawaii, you know, mm-hmm. my roots are Virginia or G's roots are also Hawaii. but you know what I mean you have a different experience and that's how we all learn we all have a little piece of the puzzle come back together yeah but also Nicole didn't she live didn't she live in Virginia as well yeah uh, uh, Hawaii I think um North Carolina Mm -hmm. Okinawa Virginia Georgia I think for a short time Connecticut when I was really little yeah. Now Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I, so when I think of the the law of divine oneness, I honestly think about what we talked about in the last episode, quantum entanglement. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. That's exactly You know, how you, the the well-being of one affects the well-being of another. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't listen to that episode and you want a deeper understanding of what I'm talking about, go yes. listen to the episode. Yep. <laughs> this is a perfect episode to follow that. Because I have Absolutely. a feeling we're going to reference some of those, yep. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. things in quantum physics, which is great because, you know, these principles have been around for thousands Ever. and thousands and thousands, <laughs> forever, year, thousands of years, and science is is catching up to it, <laughs> you know, for some of these principles. A lot of these universal laws have to do with physics. Yep. And somebody on my side is giving a thumbs up. Thank you, Spirit. <laughs> So if you guys have been on Zoom or any kind of what is it facial I don't know it's all video like, thing. like FaceTime Zoom yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so they have this thing now where in the thumbs up bubble will just like pop up but a lot of times when we're talking they'll pop up when nobody's doing anything yeah, yeah. it happens in my readings a lot ever since yeah. it started it mm-hmm. it gets my clients a little freaked out but then really excited cuz it's like confirmation from spirit mm-hmm. oh yeah it does it at great times <laughs> you're like ooh okay we're right. <laughs> we got the thumbs up. So the second universal law that we're going to talk about is the law of vibration. And this suggests that everything in the universe is in constant motion and has a unique vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. Again, we can tie this back to physics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
This principle proposes that each thought, emotion, and entity emits a specific energetic vibration. Mm -hmm. Understanding this law helps individuals recognize energy's profound impact on their experiences and their surroundings. By becoming aware of the vibrational frequencies they emit through thoughts and emotions, individuals can actively work to raise their energetic vibration, fostering positive outcomes and a more harmonious existence. So this law underscores the interconnected relationship between energy and the fabric of reality, offering a valuable perspective for those seeking to navigate their spiritual journey with greater awareness. And I also think this ties into what we say about us connecting with spirit. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. Their vibrations a little higher than ours, maybe a lot higher than ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have to raise ours and they kind of lower theirs to meet us in the middle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, and this is true for, you know, when you, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, um, go ahead. This is true for, I believe Albert Einstein had made a comment, something about vibration, correct? Everything like- in life is vibration. That's what he yeah. said. Yeah. And to get what you want in life, you just have to meet that frequency of the vibration, right? Yes. So yeah. that's like kind of goes into manifestation, which is mm-hmm. going to be an episode we're going to do next. Yeah. Not meditation first, then manifestation. Oh, okay. Two episodes. <laughs> yeah. You just got to keep listening and you'll run into it. So we want to share some practical tips on how you can practice raising your vibration. So the first one is mindful awareness. So Developing mindfulness by observing how you think and what your emotions are in response to things. Redirect your negative thoughts and focus on the present moment Mm -hmm. to elevate your vibrational frequency. Because a lot of the time when we're stressed, we're thinking about something from the past or we're worried about something that might happen in the future. When we focus on the present moment, we can calm ourselves. We can allow ourselves to be more joyful, raising our vibrational frequency Mm -hmm. yep another one would be positive affirmations use positive affirmation to reframe your thoughts pattern affirmation can reinforce optimistic beliefs and contribute to a more positive and uplifting energy positive affirmations use them (laughs) like i am amazing i am smart um or like if something's hard for you you can say I am letting go of th- control. That too. Or I am getting better at such and such every single day. And like you don't that. even have to use I am affirmations. It yeah. can be people are joyful when in my presence. Or mm-hmm. it could be my body is healthier every day. Yes. You know, it could just be whatever like goals you have, stating it as it's already happening. Yes. Yes. Is going to be the best way to benefit from positive Ooh, affirmation like, for why me. affirmation yes the opposite why it's am fine. i so awesome yeah yeah g taught us that and that was the best thing that she is one of the i mean so she's taught us so many it? great things so why affirmations are kind of asking asking the questions of what your mind is asking so if you say um it's gonna be a beautiful day but yeah it's, it's raining kind of thing you're, you'll say, why is it a beautiful day? And it probably changed the outcome of everything. Or like, yeah, because if, you're, yeah, your, because brain your brain has the answer. Out, yeah. yeah, your brain seeks out the answer. So it will look for the beauty in the day. Yes. yes. Just like, like, like uh, I think the, the funniest one was the, um, I am so rich. 
kind of thing. And then oh, yeah. your mind's like, bitch, you didn't even pay your bill <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> you barely, like, that kind of thing. But if you change it to, why am I so rich? Yeah. And the brain has to, oh, well, because... X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you know, because I'm working my butt off at my job. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. looking for new innovative ways to increase my income. Because I'm yeah. saving my money. Yeah, or it could even things. be because I'm rich with love. Yeah, or, you know, support. You can do that too. Mm-hmm. I like to say, uh, spirit is always protecting me, or spirit is always guiding me. You know, those kind of things too. Those are good ones. Yeah. So another great way to raise your vibration, and I, I think this might be one of the ones that can do it very fast, mm-hmm. um, is gratitude. And gratitude is just being grateful for various aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now we have mold in our house again, and I have to t- keep thinking like, I'm so grateful that we know what the problem is. We can fix it. And I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that this house has provided us with X, Y, and Z, you know, cause it's like, I have this stressor, but I'm trying to remember and be grateful for the other good things that I have right. in my house, yeah. you know? So when something stresses you out, think about, okay, I have, I'm grateful. I have somebody to support me. I'm grateful for, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And it can really help. You know what really is is a great way to double whammy it is combine the gratitude with the affirmation. Yes. And say, I'm grateful we're able to uh, eradicate the mold in our home. Mm. Right. And we are capable of doing that. So, yeah. So healthy lifestyle is another great way to raise your vibration. So you want to practice eating nutrient-rich foods, Mm -hmm. exercise regularly, make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. Just take care of your your physical well-being and positively impact your energy. I'm sorry. Just taking care of your physical well-being will positively impact your energetic vibration. Another- I concur. Oh. Yes, here. <laughs> I concur as well. Another will be mindful breathing. Practicing deep, intentional breathing to bring awareness to the present moment. Just like um, four, seven, eight. So you'll inhale four, hold seven, and exhale eight. So this will calm your mind. And dissipate any negative energy. Is it four seven eight or four six eight? I always said four four eight. You know what? I think it doesn't matter. I think what it's doing is because really a lot it's of people don't breathe. Correctly. No, it's four seven eight. Okay, there you go. Well, I always say four four eight. But again, that's the what point I do. Is, four four eight or f- yeah. just four I think, eight. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think there's a lot of different types of breathing practice you can do but the point is for a couple things like you said the intention it brings you back to the moment and a lot of people also don't breathe correctly yes and that can make people tired so when you're just even being conscious of your breath that really helps yeah Yeah. deep breathing deep breathing remember raising your vibration is an ongoing practice it can go up and down throughout the day Um, So just always continuing to be on top of that really helps. Um, And making sure that you incorporate these tips into your daily life can contribute to a more positive and harmonious existence. So the law of correspondence is the next law that we're going to share with you. And it's a fundamental principle in metaphysics that states that the macrocosm or the more extensive universe and the microcosm, the individual reality, are directly related and they correspond to each other. So this law is encapsulated in the well-known maxim, as above, so below, Mm -hmm. as below, so above, suggesting that patterns 
structures, and phenomena observed on one level of existence are also reflected and mirrored in other levels. This law encourages individuals to recognize the parallels between different aspects of their lives, promoting a deeper understanding of the interconnected nature of the universe and providing a valuable framework for personal growth and spiritual insight. Yes. And, you know, you can see that, even see it, like if you've ever um, learned about fractals in nature, Mm -hmm. how it's the patterns from like a huge tree would continue the same pattern if you shrunk it down and shrunk it down and shrunk it down and the cells would be like the same pattern of like the huge tree or something. Yeah. I saw something recently where they this person had a Petri dish with ocean water in it and she put a crystal pyramid in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and left it unintentionally. She left it while she traveled. Mm-hmm. And of course, all the water evaporated. Well, the, the what was left behind was the crystallized salt that from the ocean water. But the crystallized salt had formed in the shape of pyramids. Oh, instead of mm. a cube. Yeah. So she was like, wait a minute. I wonder if this is just by chance. Well, she still had some of that ocean water left, so she poured it in another Petri dish and waited for it to evaporate, and it the salt was actually cube-shaped in the other one without the pyramid shape. So like the reflection of those patterns within mm-hmm. nature, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. really fascinating how how much one thing can influence another and we don't even see it. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that kind of brings me back to crystals and their vibration too, right? Like maybe it's the vibration of the crystal in there or like what you just said. Like, I feel like my brain's going, Ooh, it could be all this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So the law of correspondence highlights the connection between thoughts and external reality. It suggests a direct and reflective relationship between the individual's inner world of thoughts, beliefs, and consciousness and their outer world experience and events in simpler terms an individual. Thoughts are believed to shape and influence circumstances and events that manifest in their external reality. The principle underscores the power of mindset and the importance of cultivating positive and aligned thoughts to create a more harmonious and desirable external reality. It forms a basis of teachings related to law of attraction which focus on attracting positive experiences by maintaining positive thoughts and vibration. Yeah. A lot of these laws are interconnected. Yeah. And I love, I love this law correspondence and it's talking about, you know, understanding that our mindset affects our external world. I have to share a quick story. We were just driving my son back to school. He's in his sophomore year of college and he was talking about how, you know, he's anxious about applying for internships for summer jobs. Mm-hmm. He's studying computer science, yada, yada. And I was like, you know, he says, I have to do this and I have to do that. And this just is the next reasonable step. And I said, change the mindset in that. Yeah. Remember, this is a privilege. You get to do this. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity that you have. You know, a lot of people don't even have the opportunity to go to college, let alone study computer science, let alone apply for you know, internships. And he said, I never thought about it that way, mom. Mm -hmm. And you could tell his energy shifted right away. Mm -hmm. Just changing your mindset and how you think of something. If you stop thinking of something as a chore Mm -hmm. and 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 instead think of it as an opportunity, similar to what G taught us, don't think of it as I have to, think of it as I get to. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because I remind my kids of that when they don't want to go to school too. There's some kids that don't get to go to school and that would, they would love to be able to go to school. Yep. You know, 
So think of it like that. I get to go to school and I get to learn. It's huge. It is. So we're moving into the law of attraction. The law of attraction is a widely accepted principle in metaphysics and personal development, which asserts that like attracts like. In simple terms, the energy an individual puts out with their thoughts, feelings, and beliefs attracts corresponding experiences magnetically into their life. Mm -hmm. This law emphasizes the power of positive thinking and visualization, suggesting that focusing on desired outcomes cultivates a magnetic pull towards those outcomes. Conversely, negative thoughts may attract unwanted circumstances. Yes. Mm -hmm. The law of attraction encourages individuals to be conscious co-creators of their reality by harnessing the energy of their thoughts and emotions. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this. You know, you think, oh, I'm negative. Am I being punished? It's it's more like because some people think that. Mm-hmm. It's not a punishment. It's a the universe gives you what you want yeah. in a way. What you focus on. <laughs> what you focus where on. Where all your energy goes. What you track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So although its popularity has has surged in recent years, Mm -hmm. critics emphasize the need for a nuanced understanding of its application. They recognize the importance of action and alignment with inspired goals as integral components in manifesting positive change in one's life. So it's kind of like, and I've gotten this in readings, if you want more love, then you give more love. You be love, right? You Mm -hmm. be more loving more love will come to you. Yeah. Okay. So we want to make sure you understand the best ways to use law of attraction in your life. So we want to share some quick tips Mm -hmm. for you or with you. So be very clear with what your goals are. Mm -hmm. Clarify your intentions when you are working with the law of attraction. Because you could just say, I want more love, so I'm going to give love. But if you want romantic love mm-hmm. yeah, you can't just versus be platonic love. Giving that out everywhere. <laughs> you know, I should you have, have been specific. Be, yeah, be very specific. <laughs> yeah, clarify your intentions. Right. Another one would be visualize positivity. Regularly visualize achieving your goals with a positive mindset, enhancing the law's influence. So stop wishing and start visualizing what you mm-hmm. what you want actively mm-hmm. visualize yeah yeah you know something when i did a a program with john hillstead mm-hmm. he had us do this visualization where he said picture the best version of yourself mm-hmm. doing the thing you want to accomplish like the end goal f- that you have in your life what do you look like in that in that time and space mm-hmm. where are you picture the space around you what are you dressed like? What are the colors around you? What is the texture? What do things smell like? When you really yeah. picture yourself mm-hmm. in the, in that space that you want, mm-hmm. your brain and your energy, your brain and your energy are going to meet that frequency. Mm-hmm. So you got the law of vibration. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Where you're attracting that energy because you're already at that frequency. Yep. Yeah. So I love it. I love how interconnected all these laws are. Yeah. And I'm going to add to that. Well, the next one is positive energy and having gratitude and optimism. But in addition to when you visualize, uh, Joe Dispenda is all about this too. And he's saying, you know, when you can get into this state, this is how you kind of create from the quantum field. But he's saying when you visualize, just like you said, you also should – let yourself feel those emotions 
what would it feel like to be in that dream reality? What, how, what would you feel? You allow your body to feel that because if you can get your body to feel those emotions, then it'll start also triggering those, those, um, the chemicals to release those emotions too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you can put your body there. So it's a, it's a combination. I love that because I did that once, a visualization in the bathtub, and it was like, okay, if I would, you know, where do I want to be in such and such years with my abilities? And it was like I saw all that, but then I felt how like confident and, you know, everything that came with that place, mm-hmm. you know, how that felt. And I love that. So that kind of goes into the positive energy um, tip, like I just said, and that is um, fostering positivity through gratitude, optimism, and maintaining a positive environment. Mm -hmm. And that definitely includes like your household, making sure your environment is positive. Yeah. And the people you spend your time with too. Yep. Yes. All things, things you watch, things you read, people, places. Yes. So again, we're going to mention affirmations because they're just that powerful. So reinforce those positive energies and positive beliefs with affirmations that align with the visualizations you've created, that align with your goals and your desired outcomes. And when you work in that sense, you're really cultivating this entire energetic space within yourself, around yourself, you know, just exuding from yourself to really attract and draw in those things that you want in life. Mm -hmm. Another one would be take inspired action. Combine the law's energy with proactive steps toward your goals, embracing opportunities that arise. Like if you want to go buy a house, hey, go to a neighborhood that you want to live in. That's where I would go. Yeah, and work towards Mm -hmm. the ability to buy that house. Don't just sit on your ass on a street corner and go, oh, I want to live in a mansion. (laughs) Right. You know, like we were driving um, my daughter to her friend's house the other night and we had both our boys in the car Mm -hmm. and I had reminded one of my sons, I said, do you remember when you came through here and you said you want a house like this? And this is like, you know, homes that are like over a million dollar homes. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I do. And my other son goes, what kind of career are you going to have in order to to afford the house? (laughs) And I said, good question. Good job. Good job. Good job. Because you have to make sure that you are at least meeting the universe halfway if you don't make an effort. You know, what's the point? Right. But, you know, that's interesting because a lot of people and us too talk about kind of surrendering and letting the universe help you. But there's yeah, a, I don't it, think there's a fine line meaning surrendering, yeah. like just sit and do nothing. I think they, we mean surrender. This is how I take it to not worry about it. You don't have to obsess about it. Take your actions, do all mm-hmm. these things, but don't be full of worry. Yeah, I think of surrendering to the universe in the, in the way that don't don't try to control the things that you're not meant to control. Yeah, that too. How other people behave, mm-hmm. outcomes that you have no nothing to do with, mm-hmm. you know, that you have no control over, surrender to that. Mm-hmm. You know, surrender to the fact that there are other people all over this planet going through their own spiritual journeys mm-hmm. and they're doing their own thing. Surrender to the fact that everybody has free will. You know, that's how I think of surrendering to the universe not necessarily doing nothing that yeah doing yeah. nothing or thinking the universe has got my back a hundred percent of the time it's again you have to put the work in yeah it's it's the universe is going to give you what you give out right yeah. right right but i just wanted to make sure because that is all of the yeah. spiritual yeah. stuff where they're yeah. like surrender <laughs> and it's like but i do think it's like what you said and then it's also not being so worried about things you know yeah if you have a misstep 
might not really be a misstep. It might be that's the direction you're supposed to go, you know? Okay, so the next law we are discussing is the law of inspired action. And this is a dynamic principle that works alongside the law of attraction. I feel like a lot of what we just said also goes with the law of attraction, like some of the other ones too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They all kind of go together. Um, It emphasizes the importance of taking purposeful and inspired steps towards achieving one's goals. While the law of attraction involves attracting positive energies and experiences through thoughts and intentions, the law of inspired action underlines the need for proactive engagement. Just like we were just talking about. Yes, exactly. Don't sit on your butt and do nothing. (laughs) Um, I mean, sometimes, yes, you need to break, but, you know, not all the time. (laughs) You still need to do your action stuff. It suggests that aligning actions with inspired thoughts and intentions helps individuals to realize their desires. This law encourages a harmonious balance between visualizing outcomes and actively participating in the process. It recognizes that meaningful progress often requires intentional and inspired effort. Essentially, the law of inspired action empowers individuals to co-create their reality by combining thoughtful intention with purposeful steps on their personal and spiritual growth journey. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. yep. So achieving a harmonious fusion of manifestation and and purposeful action is essential for personal and spiritual development. While manifestation involves the power of intention and attraction, it finds its full expression when you combine it with deliberate and purpose-driven action. Mm -hmm. So balancing these elements ensures that that aspirations are not only envisioned but actively pursued, and it recognizes that the universe responds to what we seek and, ste- and the steps we take in alignment with our desires. So this synergy creates a powerful feedback loop, reinforcing the connection between intention and action and propelling individuals towards manifesting their goals in a comprehensive and fulfilling way. Mm-hmm. So balancing manifestation with purposeful action is the key to turning your dreams into tangible and transformative realities. So our next law would be the law of perpetual transmutation of energy is a fundamental metaphysical principle that states that energy is constant in a state of flux and transformation this law asserts that all forms of energy including thoughts emotions and actions are never stagnant right they are continuously changing in form and intensity understanding the law empowers individuals to consciously direct and elevate their energy, converting lower vibration states into higher, more positive frequency. By acknowledging the dynamic of nature of energy and actively participating in the transmutation, individuals gain the ability to shape their experience and manifest positive outcomes in their lives. The law of perpetual transmutation highlights the transformation potentially inherent in the conscious management of one's energy flow it's just it's just just like um how water can be transmutated into ice snow steam but they're all the same thing Mm -hmm. okay got it when it's 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 that energy is constantly changing yeah and growing yeah growing in the sense of leveling up not expanding necessarily so like when people stay in the same do you notice when people are are they don't grow in life, they're miserable, yeah. and they oh, stay yeah. stagnant into that that same energy and having exactly. the same rotating mm-hmm. rotating cycle that there are. Yes, 
Yeah. So that's why people get so grouchy and grumbly when they're in the same place mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing changes and something needs to constantly be there. Th- that's the evolution of our soul. Yeah. That's why people are so drawn to the spiritual journey because it's about learning how to raise your vibration, change your energetic yeah, ascend. And energy, your energetic field, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It helps you kind of have that fulfillment mm-hmm. without having to move buy a new house (laughs) and get a new job, you know, constantly. But finding that fulfillment in growth and energetic transmutation through the spiritual journey. And we're going to share some practical exercises that can help you harness and transmute your energy. So as we mentioned earlier, mindful breathing, Mm -hmm. practicing deep intentional breathing, visualization. So envisioning radiant energy within you and expanding that to transmute any negative energy Mm -hmm. to raise your vibration. Gratitude practice, writing in a daily journal about positive aspects of your life to shift your focus and change negative thoughts into positive thoughts. Physical exercise, you know, just engaging in activities like yoga or jogging can release endorphins and raise your vibrational frequency, and connecting with nature. If you've listened to us before, you've heard it a million times. Get outside. Put your bare feet on the earth or hug a tree. Mm -hmm. Spend time with nature in some form, even if it's just spending time with a pet. Mm -hmm. That is a great way to raise your vibration. It's a great way to change, shift your energy, make your energy more positive. Yep. Yep. The law law of cause and effect is the next – law we're going to be talking about and it's closely linked to karma mm-hmm. and it suggests that every action has a corresponding reaction not yes. a punishment there's a difference mm-hmm. this law is based on the principle of cosmic justice it implies that the energy we put into the world whether positive or negative will inevitably return to us in some form karma which originated from hindu and buddhist traditions takes this idea further by asserting that the consequences of our actions transcend the present moment and shape our future experiences. By embracing the law of cause and effect and understanding karma, we appreciate the importance of conscious and responsible living. This motivates us to think about the impact of our choices on our present and future paths, encouraging a sense of accountability in the intricate web of life. Yes. So reflecting on consequences of our action holds important spiritual significance. Aligning with the law of cause and effect. In spiritual philosophy, actions are believed to impact beyond the visible realm, influencing our present circumstances and our soul's evolution. By engaging in these reflective practices, we are prompt to assess the alignment of our actions with higher values and ethical principles. By understanding the spiritual consequences of our choices, we gain insights into intricate interplay of karma and the enduring impact of our deeds on our spiritual journey. This awareness encouraged a mindful and intentional approach to living, fostering personal growth and contributing positive to the collective spiritual tapestry. Reflecting on the consequences of our actions become a transformative tool for cultivating wisdom, compassion, and a deeper connection with universal flow of energy in the spiritual content. 
Yeah, this is like, I think it helps us be more responsible for our actions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and going back to the law of the, oh my goodness, hold on. The law of the divine oneness, mm-hmm. our actions on towards others is truly affecting ourselves. Mm-hmm. See how they all they all interlink? Yes. <laughs> so I love that. But it it's it's important for us to recognize our responsibility for our actions mm-hmm. and and how they affect not only ourselves but everybody. Mm-hmm. Because if it affects someone else, it is affecting us in some form or fashion, whether now or later. <laughs> I didn't give a thumbs down. Was that a thumbs down? Yeah, it was. Holy cow. Okay. What were you thinking? What were you I was thinking? thinking about there was this religion, kind of like a Buddhist type of religion that yeah. John, maybe it's Taoism. I don't know what it is. But where they don't even like to step hard on the ground in case they could accidentally step on something and like hurt an insect. Okay. Like So I was, so I was thinking about that. It might be someone's mom or something like that. Like, you know how, like, reincarnation. Oh, reincarnation, yeah. Oh, yeah, so probably. So now let's talk about the law of compensation, and it's closely connected to the principle of giving and receiving. And this law suggests that the universe maintains a balance by exchanging energy and rewards or consequences reflect individuals' positive or negative contributions. Mm -hmm. The principle of giving and receiving is based on reciprocity, emphasizing that one's actions, whether positive or negative, will ultimately return in kind. Mm -hmm. By understanding the symbolic relationship between giving and receiving, individuals can contribute positively to the universal flow, knowing that benevolent actions foster a reciprocal abundance in their own lives and the lives of others. And I will tell you, this is the law that my grandmother told me when I was like, "Ah, I don't think I ever want to charge for having to do readings. And she goes, people have to give you something in exchange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I had a relative at, in back in Hawaii who did healing. And I believe my mom said that people would bring like vegetables from their garden mm-hmm. in exchange for that that practice. And it's really interesting because that makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. It does. You, you, you're offering this gift. And a lot of people, even when I, I used to do readings for free because I wasn't comfortable mm-hmm. with it, and people were like, no, you're making me feel horrible and would shove wads of cash in my hand. That's funny. And, and they're like, take it. It is a hard <laughs> like, concept. Like, remember for a long time, I don't, didn't, it's like we don't feel comfortable taking the payment at mm-hmm. first. Yeah. You know, it, it, it it's a hard thing. So the law of compensation is linked to abundance and prosperity through the principle of giving and receiving. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when mm-hmm. individuals act with a positive and generous positive and generous intentions, contributing to the well-being of others in the world, the universe responds in kind. Acts of kindness, service, and generosity create a positive energetic flow, often manifesting abundance and prosperity in various forms. You know, this reminds me of like you know, being a destructive teenager and like, you know, all your crazy stuff you do, all this crap comes at you and you mm-hmm. like learn that lesson. Like, okay, I don't want to be this crazy destructive person anymore. <laughs> it brings on so much drama. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you start to learn and you're like, okay, I just want to be a happy, nice person. That's that's well, see, what that's I want to do. <laughs> love, cause and effect. Yeah. Right? Tied into law of compensation. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's like you kind of have to learn. Like, okay, I'm dramatic. I'm bringing in more drama to me. You learn that lesson. This law emphasizes that the more one gives, the more one receives, creating a reciprocal cycle 
that contributes to a sense of fulfillment and material well-being. To activate the law of compensation, individuals need to cultivate a mindset of abundance through selfless giving and positive actions, invite prosperity into their lives, and contribute to the overall abundance of the interconnected cosmic energy. Yes, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the next law would be the law of relativity. Highlights the transformative power of perspective in shaping our lives. Uh, This law suggests that the significance and meaning of any situation are not inherent, but relative to our personal experience and beliefs. When we view challenges through our through this lens, we can see them as opportunities for growth and measure our hardships against the experiences of others. By adopting the perspective, we can shift our mindset, recognizing that our difficulties are not absolute, but exist in our journey. By embracing the law of relativity, we can navigate life's ups and downs with a more resilient and enlightened outlook, understanding that the accurate measure of any situation lies in the perception and interpretation we choose to adopt. So may basically, whatever situation you're in, you're not stuck. There's a way to get out of your situation, right? Well, it's all based on, so the, the history of a person and their experiences mm-hmm. affects how they view yeah. a situation. Yeah. So like the three of us mm-hmm. can experience and witness exactly the same thing. But like what Kristen said in the beginning, because of our backgrounds yeah. and our personal experiences, we might see something different. different. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Each of us would see something different, mm-hmm. which actually makes it good that we are. I mean, this is why I'm like, I don't care how many mediums there are in the world. And I promote you guys doing the same thing I do mm-hmm. because you don't see the same things yeah. I see or the way that I see it. Mm-hmm. And the people that are called to work with me mm-hmm. probably have some kind of experience similar to me, which we talked about in one of our pre- previous episodes. And they would perceive the message that I'm receiving and how I translate it the same way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when when you're with a partner or a spouse mm-hmm. and you guys are arguing, but you're not really hearing each other yeah. because he's like you think you realize you're both talking about two different things when you think you're think, talking about the same yeah. thing because he's thinking about one aspect of the fight and you're thinking about something totally different yeah. oh, in yeah. the fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're both right. You'd never admit it. <laughs> yeah. You're both right, but you're talking about two different things. So you're both right about two different things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it's all like the position, your 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 not just your physical position, mm-hmm. but your your ideas, your beliefs, your concepts of things, how you perceive stuff. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that? Uh, it was like a key key and peel uh, sketch, and the one guy, the two friends are texting, and the one guy's like trying to give the other guy an attitude oh, I see but the other guy reads it with this he like, takes it as positive thing he's like oh yeah. that's so nice yeah. and he's like do you want to go out or not oh that's so sweet he's giving me a choice you know it's like <laughs> then he started he's like oh this mother effort it's like the other guy's like thinking he's being so nice on the other side yeah 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 because one guy's in a grouchy irritated mood and the other guy's yeah. in a positive yeah. good space yeah what and he can say whatever <laughs> yeah he's like whatever man he's like whatever this, you know, oh, it was so funny. I think I saw that, and they had it where the zodiac signs was like six of the zodiac, the zodiac <laughs> oh, yeah. signs were one, yeah. the other six. Yeah. I'm sure the Aries were probably the angry one. <laughs> we usually are. The Says the Aries. Yeah, I know. Says the Aries of our group. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. the law, the law of relativity inc- encourages individuals to view challenges as opportunities for growth and. 
as it is a perspective rooted in transformative principles. So this outlook enables us to see adversity not as an insurmountable obstacle, but as a catalyst for personal development. And when faced with these challenges, we can reframe them as a unique opportunity to learn, evolve, and develop resilience. The law of relativity reminds us that the difficulty of a situation is relative to our individual experiences. Mm -hmm. And by shifting our mindset, we can extract valuable lessons and insights from even the most trying circumstances. So embracing challenges as opportunities for growth really allows us to develop new skills, cultivate inner strength, and ultimately move forward on our journey with a heightened sense of self-awareness and wisdom. The law of polarity is where we're going next. It reveals the balance that exists in the universe, mm -hmm. stating that every emotion, experience, or situation has an opposite. The law emphasizes that these opposites are not separate but interconnected parts of a single continuum. And I think sometimes that is you really appreciate the light when you've been through some dark stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This understanding enables individuals to, to navigate a more balanced life, recognizing that light and darkness, joy and sorrow, and success and failure are complementary forces rather than contradictory ones. Mm -hmm. The law of polarity encourages people to embrace challenges as opportunities for growth, understanding that moments of difficulty precede transformation and renewal just as day follows night. I always try to think about that. I'm like, okay, this shit sucks right now. Mm -hmm. Something good's coming out of it or like <laughs> better come out of it, you know? Yes. I do try to do that. Um, this awareness fosters a balanced perspective, allowing individuals to appreciate the full range of experiences and find harmony in the dance of opposites on their spiritual journey. I also think yeah. the pol polarity is kind of what allows, I don't want to say good and bad in the universe because that's not quite what it is, but is what allows what we perceive as good and what we perceive as bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the whole concept. If you don't like what you said, if you don't have a negative experience, you can't recognize the positive, mm -hmm. right? Or appreciate. I, I think, right. And I think you can think of this law in a couple of different ways. Cause like I was again talking with my son yeah. that's in college and he was like, I said, what are you so afraid of about uh, pursuing these internships? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm afraid of failure. And I said, and I think I read this or heard this somewhere, but I said immediately, failure is just success that has not happened yet. So if you think of failure as an opportunity, yes, a lesson, mm -hmm. yeah. if you think of the hardships as lessons for you to find the light in it, that's going to change your perspective, which goes back to law of relativity. Right. And all the other, yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah, of the I other, all the other ones. <laughs> but yeah, that, that makes sense. And, you know, um, even though when you have that failure, it feels hard and it's not fun, mm -hmm. you, you still have to, okay, I've learned from this. And that is true. Mm -hmm. Like every major drama failure, you know, in my life has made me either change for the better, mm -hmm. you know, or pick myself up and realize I'm stronger than I thought I was, you know. Okay. Discovering mm -hmm. harmony amid plurality is a central theme in the practice of law of plurality. This principle encouraged individuals to recognize that opposites are interconnected and part of a unified whole. Rather than viewing contr contrast elements as conflicting, the law of pluralities invites a shift in perspective toward understanding how they can complement each other. 
by navigating the dance of pluralities with mindfulness. Individuals can find balance, resilience, and a sense of stability. Embracing both light and dark, joy and sorrow, success and failure allows for a more harmonious existence, fostering personal growth and a deeper appreciation for the intricate interplay of opposites in the grand tapestry of life. Yeah, I think it's important. So a lot of people will look back on their past Mm -hmm. and their their dark days, quote unquote, and have regret and guilt and just carry it around with them and not allow them to really appreciate all the good that they have in their life now. Mm -hmm. And they have to recognize, again, a lot of the time, those dark days or those times where you acted out as a teenager is like what Kristen was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. are necessary for you to appreciate the good that comes later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the law of rhythm is the next law we're going to discuss and explains the natural rhythm and cyclical patterns that exist in life. I immediately picture flower blooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's... It, so this law suggests that life follows predictable patterns of ups and downs similar to the seasons or a drum's beat. Understanding this law allows us to navigate life's challenges with greater wisdom and grace and knowing that difficult moments are temporary and part of a more extensive cyclical process. By embracing life's rhythmic dance, we can gain insight into the ebb and flow of experiences, and this fosters resilience, adaptability, and a deeper connection with the universe's innate harmony. Yeah, and when I, that makes me think of, first off, you know, tides come and go, and, and then you have to mm-hmm. think about that when things are rough, you know, it's going to be good again. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's that flow, and, and I think that's part of some Buddhist traditions too. It's transcending the suffering of life. You know, you have to there's going to be those hard times and you have to transcend those. You mm-hmm. still have to enjoy life. Experience them. Yeah. You enjoy I you think to figure out how to enjoy life still with those hard times. Yeah. yeah. Well, and think about like butterflies. Yeah. They essentially digest their own body, so breaking it down. <laughs> a, lot of time, a lot of the time there are these ugly caterpillars, right? Yeah. You know, like really ugly but when caterpillars. When you said digesting their bodies, I was like, oh. <laughs> But then they have to go into this state of you crystallization. Know, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where they're 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 transforming. Yeah. They're going through a process. Yeah. But part of that is this ugly process of breaking down mm-hmm. into pretty much a liquid yeah. in order to be recreated mm-hmm. into this beautiful butterfly. Yeah. Right. But you can't take them out until they're ready. That kind of right. yeah, that's divine timing. And you yeah, can't mess with yeah. them. Because they have to experience breaking through that cocoon in order to strengthen their wings so that they can fly. Yes. And if you open up that cocoon before they use those wings to break mm-hmm. open the cocoon, mm-hmm. they'll never gain that strength needed right. yeah. in order to fly. Yeah. Right. I learned that the hard way when I was young. <laughs> Nicole. Sorry. Just kidding. Karma. So I also wanted to talk about real quick, we were talking about polarity and all that stuff uh, or the breaking down. Maybe it was rhythm, how things, you know, things seem to fall apart before they rebuild. Mm -hmm. And that reminds me of the tarot card of um, the tower. tower. Yeah. Whenever you get that, you know, people are like, oh, that looks terrible. I'm like, well, wait a minute. It means, yeah, things are breaking down, but you're going to rebuild better. Mm -hmm. Right. To navigate life's ups and downs with spiritual awareness, we must embrace the transformative teachings of the law of rhythm. We can amplify the experience with gratitude and mindfulness during joyful moments, deepening our spiritual connection. 
During difficult times, spiritual awareness prompts us to maintain a perspective of impermanence, knowing that changes are temporary and part of life's greater cosmic dance. Through meditation, self-reflection, and a commitment to spiritual practices, we can cultivate resilience, finding solace in the awareness that life's fluctuations contribute to a more prosperous and harmonious existence. It's there to help your soul learn, grow on its journey, and ascend, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So the next one will be law of gender. In a fundamental metaphysical principle that sheds light on the duality inherent in creation and manifestation. According to this law, every living thing embodies both masculine and feminine energy that contributes to the delicate balance necessary for creation. It emphasized that each creative process involves a union of these dual forces, symbolizing the interplay between active and receptive energies. Understanding and applying the law of gender requires recognizing the pattern of nature's creation. Ideas, projects, and manifestation undergo periods of gestation and expression by embracing and harmonizing the masculine and feminine aspects within. Individuals can cultivate a more balanced and effective approach to their creative endeavors. This fosters a deeper connection with universal forces that shape existence. Yeah. And to be clear, law of gender has nothing to do with your physical body. Yeah. Not your parts. <laughs> not, not, not your not parts. Your part. I mean, if you think about it, the moon is considered the feminine energy. And you probably have heard by now because it's very popular right now, the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. And then the sun is considered masculine energy and the divine masculine. We each, everyone, every female, male, I don't care what you identify as, you, everyone has feminine and masculine energy within you. It does not mean your parts, like Kristen said. (laughs) It has more to do with the aspects related to masculinity and femininity and not social aspects right like feminine energy is like a maternal nurturing type of energy mm-hmm. right and is a soft gentle loving energy not saying a masculine person <clears throat> cannot be gentle loving or nurturing mm-hmm. that would be their masculine feminine be- energy coming out of them yeah right and masculine tends to be assertive and confident and strong and just persistent and those are and it doesn't make there's no good versus bad in any of that that's just how they tend to be defined although lots of people define them in lots of different ways so I it could be totally different than what I'm just saying but just so you're aware has nothing to do with as Kristen said your parts yeah and uh, (laughs) you know to go back to you know people talking about feminine energy now isn't it that earth or humanity is kind of moving more into a feminine energy you know, yes, we're all masculine feminine. and let me conquer and yes. that kind of stuff, yeah. asserting themselves that way. But now we're kind of going into more of a embracing and nurturing more mm-hmm. um, compassionate. compassionate society. Gentle. Yeah. So we want to share some ways that you can balance your masculine and feminine feminine energies within yourself. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're going to talk about mindful awareness. Could also be called meditation if that's what you feel yes. more comfortable with. <laughs> Um, And we're going to discuss that in the next next episode. Uh, Something else you can do is creative expression. Mm -hmm. So exploring your analytical and creative pursuits, allowing the harmony, harmonious expression of both masculine and your feminine qualities, physical practices, incorporating balance and strength with flexibility, such as yoga, weight training, dance, but also nurturing self-care, practicing self-care rituals, um, both assertive and gentle and nurturing. But uh, our final 
And one more way to balance your masculine and feminine energies is setting boundaries, establishing healthy boundaries, which is more masculine, while also remaining open and receptive to the needs of others, which is more feminine. Isn't the yin and yang to masculine and feminine energies how they're all, you know? Yeah. And it shows how there's a little bit of each each. in each other. Mm -hmm. That's what the dots are. We hope you found this in-depth exploration of the 12 universal laws, which are based on the seven hermetic principles Mm -hmm. of Hermes Trismegistus, informative and insightful. These laws reveal timeless truths that help us understand the nature of reality. From the law of divine oneness, which emphasizes interconnectedness, to practical tips on how to raise our vibrational frequency and the intricate dance of the law of polarity, Mm -hmm. each law offers profound insights for personal and spiritual growth. By understanding and applying these laws to your life, you can navigate life's challenges, cultivate resilience, and harmonize with the cycles and patterns of the universe. Ultimately, this can lead to a balanced and enlightened existence. In the previous episode, the Spiritual Rabbit Hole podcast, we discussed scientific research and various studies that shed light on spiritual abilities. If you miss it, we highly recommend you check it out. We're super excited to announce that we have a couple of more episodes before we conclude this podcast season. And in our next episode, we'll be focusing on meditation. We're going to share tips and tricks on getting the most out of this powerful spiritual practice. So be sure to tune in. We are so glad you joined us here at the Spiritual Rabbit Hole. Remember, your time with us doesn't have to end here. Keep exploring at soulinthewarriors.com for more spiritual resources and services. And remember to subscribe. And so you can take advantage of everything. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Soul a Voyage. Thanks for being a part of our spiritual community. Love you. Peace out. Bye for now.